share some good news with me today uh, because it's been a bit of a tough day if you have, well, if you borrowed money. <laughs> there was nothing polite at all today about the Bank of Canada's interest rate hike, so aggressive that it caught most industry experts off guard. Here's what's happened. They've raised the key interest rate target by a full percentage point to 2.5%, the biggest jump since 1998. Many had expected a 0.75 increase. Uh, the Bank of uh, Canada Governor Tiff Macklem says the size of the rate hike in a single meeting reflects the very unusual economic circumstance we find ourselves in with inflation at its highest level in nearly four decades. It's the fourth consecutive rate increase since March and, of course, the biggest. Macklem says if high inflation becomes entrenched, it will be more painful for the economy and for Canadians to get it back down. And doing it this way means the bank hopes to prevent high inflation from becoming entrenched and even more pain in the future. Inflation is too high, and more people are getting more worried that high inflation is here to stay. We cannot let that happen. Restoring price stability, low, stable, and predictable inflation is paramount. By front-loading interest rate increases now, we're trying to avoid the need for even higher interest rates down the road. Front-loading tightening cycles tend to be followed by softer landings. Tiff Macklem there. Well, the impact of the hike was felt immediately. Lenders today, major ones, announcing the prime lending rates would increase by one full percentage point to 4.7% on Thursday, which will, of course, increase the cost of variable rate mortgages, home equity lines of credit, and so on. Um, the Prime Minister spoke about this today. Obviously, inflation is never, and high interest rates are never politically popular. Uh, he was in Kingston today. Here's what he has to say. He said it was a global issue. Whether it be disruption in supply chains, the war in Ukraine and the challenges around energy from Russia, whether it be the pressures of climate change, whether it be disrupted supply chains, these are things that we are working hard with our partners around the world to counter, to prevent downturns. So was it really all about a global issue? Was it not a bit about Rates were too low for too long. People borrowed too much money. There was too much money out there. Well, the bank is also forecasting inflation will remain at 8% over the next few months. That's the bad news, but begin to decline toward the end of the year and reach their target rate of 2% by the end of 2024. So still a ways to go yet. Well, joining me now with more on today's rate hike and what it means for all of us is Laura Lau. She's Chief Investment Officer at Brompton Funds in Toronto. Thank you for your time. Great to be here, Ben. So uh, I, I'm not an economist. I'm certainly not a chief financial investment officer, but I was surprised this morning. What was your reaction? We were surprised as well. We expected 75 basis points. And, you know, not too long ago, a couple months ago, we expected only 50 basis points. So 1% is basically the Bank of Canada saying inflation's out of control. We got to get in front of this. So let's do why, you know, do dribs and drabs. Let's just get it all done. So 1% is a big jump. What kind of impact does that have? I mean, when you see that big of a jump, the biggest since 1998, uh, what sort of impact does it have right away? Well, right away, those of you who have variable rate mortgages, you're going to be paying 1% more. That's a big jump. So I would expect the housing market to start cooling down even more. And then again, any other big ticket items such as buying cars, that will also increase uh, the, the price of financing. So, what, Lord, what is behind this? I mean, we've talked about this on the show before, but what is the rationale with driving up interest rates so quickly? Because clearly it causes pain for everyone out there because we everyone borrows, right? Uh, so what is the rationale with the Bank of Canada for driving up rates so fast today and so much? 
I think the number one thing is inflation. Number two is inflation. Number three is inflation. So we also had uh, the United States uh, just report their inflation number, and it was also higher than expected, 9.1. So I think they're looking that uh, basically Canada is overheated. The labor markets are very tight and inflation's high, especially for gas, food, and shelter. And one big thing we've seen that's uh, different is in the U.S., they always looked at core inflation, which mm-hmm. doesn't include gas, food, and, and and shelter. Well, people need to live somewhere. They need to go somewhere, and they need to eat. So, and that's what everybody's looking at is the big headline numbers. When unions negotiate wages, they look at the big headline number. So what they're trying to do is stop wage inflation in its tracks, because that's, I think, one of the biggest dangers. Yeah, you were mentioning the U.S. numbers out today. Consumer prices up 9.1% compared to a year ago, which is which is just massive. Um, will this work? I think that central banks are actually want to engineer a recession. And I think that's what's going to happen. You see them all saying, yes, GDP growth is going to come down, but they still have positive economic growth numbers. I think this will engineer a recession. And with that, uh, we'll have wage pressure come down. We'll have commodity pressure such as gasoline and food inflation come down. So it will work, but it's just how painful will it be? It sounds painful. (laughs) I mean, for the time being, you know, interest rates are high, inflation is still high, and uh, we may enter something of an economic slowdown. It sounds like uh, it's going to be quite a bit of short-term pain uh, for long-term improvement. Yes, I agree. We're definitely going to have some uh, short-term pain. Uh, And I think what the central banks are banking on is the fact that, yes, inflation um, we need inflation to come down. The wage markets are strong. And I'd say this time around, because it's been so hard to hire people, I think we're going to have fewer layoffs than we would in previous slowdowns. Uh, so that's one thing I think they're banking on. And they're also banking on the fact that we have a lot of savings. So I think what they're hoping is, even though they do jack up rates, that the recession or slowdown will not be as bad as previous um, economic recessions. I know the Bank of Canada doesn't have a whole lot of tools in its toolbox when it comes to fighting inflation, but do you get the sense they're trying to play catch up here? That's why we're seeing such a big jump? Definitely. I think all central banks around the world did not think inflation would be this high for this long. So they're all behind the eight ball. And to fix it, they have to increase rates more than they normally would have and faster. Um, do we expect more? Uh, obviously, the Bank of Canada usually gives some guidance as to where they're headed uh, for the rest of the year in, on these days where they announce these rate hikes. Uh, where do we see this going in the, next, uh, in the next six months? So we definitely see more rate hikes coming. So the market is expecting another 75 basis points or 0.75% in September and um, also another um, 0.25% percent in October. So another one. Yes. So we we do expect um, in total another 1% by year end. 
to put this in historical perspective, though, again, even with that, interest rates are still relatively low, right? I mean, it, it, before everyone loses their, you know, sort of tears their hair out, this is going to be difficult for people who have borrowed. Uh, but again, uh, historical historically, interest rates are still relatively low. Yes, they're relatively low. Uh, but generations, I'd say, you know, past 40, 50 years, uh, not a lot of people have seen this kind of inflation or this kind of interest rates. I remember my first mortgage was definitely higher than this. And most of your older um, audience remember high interest rates. So in relation is better. But I would also say this time around, the debt loads are much higher. A lot people have bored a lot more for their homes. So they will feel this pain. I'm speaking with Laura Lau this half hour. She's Chief Investment Officer at Brompton Funds in Toronto. We're talking about the Bank of Canada's uh, decision today. We knew a interest rate hike was coming. Most had predicted about 75 basis points, uh, 0.75%. Instead, uh, it was a 1% increase, 100 basis points announced today. We're talking about what the impact of that will be, uh, what the reasoning behind it is. Uh, and when we come back, we'll talk a bit more just about, again, where are we headed and uh, is it enough? I mean, there are certainly a lot of other factors out there that are driving up inflation. What happens if it doesn't work? That's next. Our guest is Laura Lau. She's Chief Investment Officer at Brompton Funds. We're talking about the Bank of Canada's uh, surprise to many, at least not the interest rate hike that we saw today. But the size of the interest rate hike, it was 1%. A lot had been expect, expecting 0.75. Um, and, and just what the impact of that is as, as the Bank of Canada tries to tame inflation that seems at this point somewhat untamable, at least in the short term. Um, you've talked in the past, Laura, just about, about the other factors involved here. For instance, energy prices are a big, huge factor here. The government has very little control over that. What happens if interest rates continue to rise, but inflation doesn't come down? We're actually starting to expect um, peak inflation Q3, Q4 of this year. And part of the reason why is about half of the inflation so far has been in terms of gasoline, food, and other commodities. And uh, all those are actually starting to come down. Gasoline prices are coming down. Uh, f- uh, a lot of the f- uh, food and commodity inflation, like say things like copper, aluminum, those prices have come down. So that will help. But what we do does happen with energy is it does take a little while to flow through the system. Uh, so, for instance, goods are shipped and then they have a certain they charge you more for uh, fuel costs, and then you get it delivered over three to six months. So, it does take a while for inflation to move through the system. And what I found very interesting is um, the inflation expectations this year in April. Uh, they said 2022. They expected 5.3% inflation. Now they expect 7.2. But what's more telling is next year. Next year, they thought it would be 2.8% inflation. They expect next year to be 4.6. And that's still outside of what they target. So the Bank of Canada is getting more realistic and realizing that inflation will be higher for longer. And I, and I gather... They are also telegraphing to some extent that uh, that they will continue at least aggressively to try to push it back down to that target of two two and a half percent. So does that mean more interest rate hikes into the new year as well? Do you think uh, there possibly could be more into the new year? So um, right now the market um, usually what we do is we like to look at the market to see what they're forecasting, uh, and that forecast isn't in the market. But we do see um, on the American side that they are still forecasting more rate hikes and Canada often does follow. Um, 
what the US does. This time around, it's actually been quite interesting where Canada actually has been faster ahead on the curve than the United States. But in the US, uh, they do forecast that uh, probably February, uh, February, the hike, the interest rates will peak and start coming down. So there may be some relief on the horizon here. Uh, in the meantime, though, what do you, what do you tell Canadians who are trying to make sense of all this? Because all we see is these numbers, and you know, a lot of people don't pay very close attention to this, and all of a sudden, up they go. Well, I would say that you know, I've been talking to some people at work, and a lot of people have variable rate mortgages, and they're wondering, should I lock in or not? So I think a lot of people have to decide. Um, to me, it's really, can you sleep at night? That, that's the number one thing. Can you sleep at night with higher rates or not? And if you can't, you may want to consider uh, locking in. But I do think that um, this will slow down the economy. And with that, I do think that um, interest rates will at some point come down again, especially uh, what we've seen is the Bank of Canada and, you know, has been basically expanding uh, with also quantitative easing. So now with quantitative tightening, that also effectively is probably another 0.25 to 0.5% hike. In the uh, in, in interest rates, you mean? Yes, in, interest, in, in terms of financial conditions, we're tightening even more. So it acts again, uh, almost like a 0.25 to 0.5% hike. So in cooling down the economy, which is essentially what was going on, you said earlier, they're trying, they're essentially moving us into recession. What does that mean for the average Canadian then? Um, you know, and, and should we trust the Bank of Canada and all this? Because clearly we know when we were listening to their forecast a year and a year and a half ago, uh, they all predicted that this would be trans, you know, sort of a transition, but clearly it's stuck around a lot longer than anyone thought. So what I think happens is people don't realize that just the Central banks communicating, they try to calm things down. So I think that's what they're doing when they said inflation's transient. They're trying to calm things down and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. What I mean by that is, oh, it's high, inf- inflation is high. So what you have happened is, for instance, labor unions will go and say, I can't, I'm not going to accept two, three percent, you know, wage increases. I went higher to make up for all that inflation. So they're going to negotiate much higher rates. And that again feeds into inflation. So it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So that's why they've been so abrupt in increasing these interest rates. They don't want all these wage expectations to go up. And people, you know, accepting inflation. Because, you know, you go to the grocery store, oh, it, I paid a dollar yes, yesterday, now it's a dollar ten. They get used to it. Uh, so that's what they want to do. They want to nip in the bud as soon as they can. So there, there is a little bit of panicking now. There's no doubt about that. Laura Lau, thank you so much for your time. Okay, thank you.